Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hello and welcome to the Finnovate podcast. Joining me today, we have Rob Pirelli, VP of Partnership Development at Alliant Credit Union. Rob, thanks so much for taking the time today. Greg, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So by way of background, let's jump right in and give you kind of 60 seconds to tell us about yourself and your role there at Alliant Credit Union. Yeah, definitely. So I've, I've been in financial services for uh, over 15 years, both on the uh, commercial and uh, consumer fronts. Um, previously started my career in the uh, inventory finance space, and, and later on, I made the, made the switch to consumer lending, participated in a, in a lot of direct-to-consumer lending, uh, indirect as well, uh, through dealer relationships um, in the vehicle finance space. Before I joined Alliant, Greg, I was with uh, Huntington Bank for, for a short while, uh, but, but came, came over to Huntington uh, with the acquisition of TCF Bank, where you know, I spent the majority of my career. Uh, recently joined Alliant uh, Credit Union here at the beginning of the year, uh, digital native organization, top 10 credit union with a national reach. So super excited to be here and, and to talk a little bit more about partnerships and, and all the cool things we're doing at Alliant. Yeah, well, certainly the topic of partnerships in fintech is one that's been kind of dominating conversations for at least five or six years now. And I'd love to get your perspective on it. Obviously, you come from a a pretty unique background there. Can you start by taking us through some of the experiences that you've had in terms of, you know, picking partners and deciding who you want to go with? Just some of the high level experiences you have would be really helpful. Yeah, definitely, Greg. Uh, Prior to joining Alliant, I worked with fintechs from mainly a private label perspective um, to support our direct consumer offering. So it was really interesting at the time we developed that strategy where we made the choice to go digital first, even though we had a super large net of, of let's call it branch representation in our geographies. Um, we were pretty clear that, you know, partnerships with fintechs was the way to go forward, right? As we offered new solutions to our customers. Um, with Alliant, uh, we're working with with a number of different fintechs in the uh, in the unsecured, solar, um, and home equity and improvement spaces uh, to grow our reach nationally and introduce borrowers to to Alliant membership and and its many benefits. That's no, great, and it's great to see someone like Alliant, you know, even creating an executive position around partnership development. I think speaks volumes for where the industry is at the moment. And I'm sure, quite frankly, those experiences you have have taught you a lot. What would you say are the most important things you know now that you wish you knew when you were first getting started? Yeah, that, that's a great question, Greg. Um, you know, I, I, I thought of five different perspectives here um, that I wish I knew earlier. Um, as, as we engage with, with partnerships. Um, number one, it's, it's the importance of internal support um, from a large cast of, I call them characters, but really they're your cross-functional partners. Uh, you know, take the old phrase, it takes a village, right? To number one, assess a partnership, uh, go through the due diligence process, and number two, actually implement and, uh, and make them go live, right? It's, so having, having internal support is critical. Number two, dedicated support, right? I want to call that out specifically as, as you establish these partnerships. Um, you know, getting 2% of someone's time 
um, to support you uh, as you go through these these endeavors just doesn't get you all the way there. Um, number three, it's uh, subject matter expertise. And, and this is really uh, from an internal perspective. Uh, as I look across, uh, across functionally, um, as we assess and, and bring partnerships on, it's, it's critical for me to have, let's call them all the right folks with the necessary experience engaged early in the process. Um, it, it helps tremendously as you go through that process um, and, and, and super important um, to the success of partnerships. Number four, let's call it internal and external alignment on goals. Um, if you're clear upfront um, with fintechs on what your goals are, they're clear with you on what their goals are. Um, being aligned to those goals makes the process super clear, right? And, and that leads to my last point, really around being realistic um, as, as you look towards implementation. Things will take more time um, as you go to implement these partnerships. You know, curveballs will be thrown at you, et cetera. As long as you're realistic, uh, around these things you're, you're more you're well prepared um, to work together uh, internally and with your fintech partners to overcome them yeah no that's great i mean there's a lot to unpack there one that i want to really kind of follow up on right now is this idea of subject matter experts internally can you describe a little bit what you mean who those you know subject matter experts would be yeah definitely greg uh, take a look at align credit union since 1935 has developed a strong strong expertise in a variety of areas and i think of that from the let's call it the credit perspective Let, let's look at the uh, compliance perspectives um there, there's a number of different areas where we've been doing this for a really long time right we understand the performance um, we know how the market is 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 reacting and acting um, as it relates to a variety of different asset classes there's a lot that we can leverage there right and I think we can bring certain best practices to, through our engagements with partnerships and vice versa. I remember in the past, Greg, I've looked to my fintech partners to demonstrate best practices from, from a technology or, or tool implementation that later led to other improvements in other parts of the organization, right? So there's so much that we can learn from each other. Um, it, it, it really brings some, some exciting uh, things to, to play. Well, and you bring up a really good point here as well, which is, you know, a lot of the times, like for in the Lions case, you've got this tremendous wealth of experience and expertise to draw on. And that expertise isn't necessarily, uh, it's not going to go anywhere, right? These are really valuable pieces that you want to make sure that you're incorporating those by bringing in the people who really know and have the benefit of that expertise into the equation very early on. You give everybody the opportunity to kind of shape things into something that's going to be kind of not just uh, working better, but really tailor-made to your own organization, this really cool blend of expertise. And that's, of course, where this phrase partnership becomes so valuable because you have one company bringing in uh, their own expertise. You guys have your internal expertise. If you can marry those pieces together, then you have a, a really just a very unique offering. And then, of course, there's the human side of it as well. You've got people in your organization. And I think a lot of financial institutions find themselves in this position where you've got people in your organization who have tremendous expertise. Somebody comes into them and says, hey, we're going to change things. And that person's initial response is, you don't know what you're talking about. I know what I'm talking about. And they, they might be right. You know, they might be true. But the the real 
bottom line is if you bring that person into the conversation early, you give them a voice in shaping how that partnership looks, then that person goes from a potential roadblock at the end of the process into a potential ally at the beginning of the process and can start to advocate for you, which I think is something that gets overlooked a lot. That sort of human reaction, that human side of it, the politicking internally is so vital. Yeah, absolutely, Greg. You hit the money on the head. I mean, in terms of the yeah, politicking, right? I'll take a page out of my uh, my Chicago roots, right? Where it's you want to vote early, you want to vote often. So the sooner right. I bring, <laughs> the sooner I bring folks uh, into the process, the earlier, right? No doubt, there will be resistance to certain change, right? Um, if you look at you know the the let's call it the wide array of of potential fintech partners or or ones we're engaged with. They bring with them their own set of, of nuances um, to specific areas that that sometimes cause for pause, right? And and having those experts early in the process engaged, right? Um, and, and and really sharing in those moments of truth and discussing and working through that with the partner creates this bond, right? And you've got these allies now that are all advocating on behalf of, of the success of the partnership. And it, it really is a beautiful thing when you get to the end of it, right? And you're, you're operational and you're working together. Um, you've, you've been on a journey with one another, right? And the more folks you could bring in on that journey, the better off you'll be. No, absolutely. And I also want to come back and talk about this question because we've been approaching it from kind of the best practices side, but there is also this idea, there's a lot of risk involved when you kind of, there's there's institutional risk when you adopt a new technology, there's kind of individual risk when you stick your neck out internally for a potential partner. Can you talk a little bit about the risk that you face and, and what you can do to minimize risk in a role like yours? Yeah, absolutely. So the things I'm number one, I'm on the lookout for. It all starts with having a strong strategy, right, at, at your organization. So looking across our stakeholders, we all have agreement on what our goals and objectives are. All right, um, not, that's number one. And then naturally, right, the solutions present themselves. Right, there's there's almost this like this naturally natural filtering process that that hones in and creates focus on, on where the organization should be placing its bets, right? So already you feel like there's this collective movement towards one direction versus another, okay? And then you think about, so, hey, what are the what are the indicators that a partner is worth the trouble and the risk, right? A um, few things I always look for. Number one, it's, it's the prior experiences of leadership team. Um, looking across the, the table, understanding where folks have are coming from right and, and it brings their unique perspective on things really tells you a lot about hey what does my future engagement look like um number two and and this really should be number one it's what's that clearing compelling go-to-market strategy so what's that value prop and how they differentiate in the space right it has to be memorable to me and to my organization number three it's what are they implementing from a, from a discipline and process procedure control, right? Um, these are the necessary things that make any partnership work successfully with financial institution. Okay. Number four, culture, an organization that's focused on solutions that are willing to take the extra step to support your objectives creates a willingness 
at my organization to take the extra step, right? To support creating, identifying solutions for, for your organization, right? It's, it's a mutual give and take that if the cultures are aligned, you've, you've got some real benefit there, okay? And then finally, it's that willingness to test and learn. That's, I'm always on the lookout for organizations that, are, like you mentioned earlier, sharing best practices and are leveraging each other's expertise, right? On both sides of the coin. Yeah. So what we're talking about now, you know, for any of the fintech innovators who are listening to this, you get a sense of what kind of has to happen on the back end in order to make a partnership successful, what someone like Rob is going to be doing internally and the amount he'll be advocating for you internally. So I'd like to give some advice now to those companies who are interested in creating this type of partnership dynamic with a financial institution. What advice do you have for people who want to go out and create conversations? If someone sees you at an event like Finnovate, wants to strike up a conversation, wants to make themselves and their company stand out compared to all the other companies that I'm sure are coming up and chatting with you, what can a fintech do to make themselves kind of jump to the top of the mind of someone like you? Yeah, absolutely, Greg. You know, I think about this a little bit, um, and it's really it's so important for for the organization to demonstrate a unique value proposition, right? So, if I open up the hood, I'm going to see something special, okay? And that something special should create a competitive advantage, right? And your ability to clearly articulate that to me quickly helps me understand what your position is in the in the space and how you're going to ultimately succeed right um if if you're if you come up to me and say hey i'm just like the other guy um but with d- different brand colors and the process but the process is kind of the same i'm i'm losing you already right i want right. something unique show me how you're going to differentiate are you forging new new space right um that's so important well, and I think it's important too for people to recognize, um, you know, this is actually music to my ears, but the, the piece you mentioned there about being able to articulate it really clearly is so vital. And this is something which is obviously near and dear to my heart and um, getting companies ready for the Finnovate stage. We spend a lot of time talking about how you can make your message resonate. And when you have the opportunity to have a conversation, you know, you can go up to Rob, you can shake his hand, you can, he's going to shake your hand and say, hey, what's, what's new? He's a nice guy. He's not going to, you know, roar at you or anything like that. But you better be in a position to follow that conversation up with something that really quickly and clearly articulates why you are different from the space. And it's worth it from every company standpoint to know, you know what are the two or three things that set us apart? What are the things that make us really memorable in the space? If you're going to get up on stage at Finnovate, or if you're going to have a conversation one-on-one, it's the same basic rule, which is if you can't clearly articulate why someone else should care about you, what makes you different, then you're going to lose that attention basically as soon as you've been able to capture it. So I'm really glad to hear you say that because I think this is something which a lot of companies on the fintech side sometimes struggle with. Maybe they don't necessarily spend as much time thinking about how to present themselves in this way, but that's such an important side of it. And you know why it's important, Greg? Because at the end of the day, they have to convert me to an advocate, right? And if I'm advocating on behalf of the fintech, their likelihood of success is like tenfold, okay? Um, because I have the reputation, I have the you know the support of the organization to chart out into the into the space, right? Find the best damn partnerships there are out there, and and create successes for for not only Alliant but also for those partners. 
Right. Well, and you do have to do a huge amount of advocating internally. You know, like we spent the the top of the episode talking about all those different pieces. You're going to have to go through this process of bringing the subject matter experts on board, of testing things out and recognizing that that might mean that those initial tests might not go well. We might have to spend more time to refine things at that point. It's a long process that requires a huge amount of work on the back end. And you don't engage in that process for somebody if you don't really believe that it's going to be the most important thing for you, right? It's a monumental amount of energy. And so when you think for fintech companies, thinking about it from that standpoint, am I going to be worth the effort that he has to put in, in order to make it a success? And the answer, of course, internally better be yes. And then the next question is, well, can you say that (laughs) in a way that gets the message across to people? Uh, Well, Rob, this has been a terrific conversation and I apologize, we have to cut it here, but um, it's really great to hear your thoughts. And I think there's a lot for people on both the financial institution side and the FinTech side to learn from this about what makes a successful partnership and what they can do to create this kind of energy that they need to bring it forward. Absolutely, Greg, thanks so much for having me on today. My pleasure. We'll keep in touch with you as you go forward and good luck with Alliant. Hope you, uh, here's, here's looking forward to a successful year of brand new partnerships and all that excitement that brings. Much appreciated. All the best. The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.